Hello and welcome back to The Offset, Season 2, Episode 1. I'm, of course, you in college. We have our new intern, Sage Staines. We're in the bay taking some notes. And this is... What? This is... Bailey Jackson, man. Let, let's get started, man. What are we talking about, boys? Season fucking two. Season two, Offset. We in this... You bully me into season one. Man, I thought we had an agreement, bro. Shut the fuck up. You know what? I'm out. Dude, season one went with... Dude, we are on fucking... eat a fucking dick. They're recording. Dude, cut. what's your and language? you eat a fucking dick. Bro, I'm fat... Bro! Why don't you fucking both eat a bunch of dicks? I'm Offset Tatter, man. Why not be like this? Uh, hey, man. How would you like to host a podcast? Uh... Alright. Fuck yeah. Awesome. One second, one second, everyone, if everyone could just. I'll just pull up behind you. Hello, and welcome at long last to season two, episode one of The Offset. I'm joined by, with my new host, Sage Stainsby, with my old host, Bailey Jackson, sitting in as guest, and very esteemed professor, Will <laughs> Joseph from RMIT in Melbourne. Alright, so today what we're talking about. Uh, is the phenomena of sun gazing. The phenomena of staring at the sun at the first hour of dawn or the last hour of sunset, 10 seconds incrementally over the course of three months until you hit 44 minutes staring directly at the uh, first hour of the sun or the last hour of the sun. Mm. Um, So supposedly, according to these videos... um, uh, they can look directly in the sun for 44 minutes after their eyes have adjusted, they've watered, and then the light turns, the sun turns into nothing more than a dim light bulb for them. Um, and they claim that the health benefits are charging your brain. Um, some even go as far as to suggest pretty wacky things like you can fly, you have eternal life, you can do anything, <laughs> you can do anything within and beyond the physical realm. But um, in, a, in a realistic approach, Approach to the phenomena of sun gazing, and if there is anything to it, what's interesting is that it's falsifiable. Karl Popper's theory of falsifiability is that science is only science if it can be proven false. And what's interesting about this is that there are videos upon videos upon videos of people claiming uh, pro sun eating, sun gazing, and then there are these um, uh, uh, scientists and optometrists who make a general sweeping claim that staring at the sun burns your eyes. They never account what's interesting. And we've been warned since we were kids that at the peak of noon and the hours and the and the few hours after that, the UV radiation is incredibly strong. So you should not stare directly at the sun. Um, who was it? Joey Badass just recently stared at the solar eclipse and supposedly blinded himself. Three tour dates in different countries. So made statuses about how he was gonna stare at it before and it couldn't be that bad, yo. Cavemen used to do it. Shout out Joey Badass. Troy Abbott officially wins. <laughs> Troy Abbott officially wins. <laughs> anyway. But what's interesting is that there's this opposition based on um, a general rule that staring at the sun blinds you, your eyeballs. This burns, is, burns this your is eyeballs. theory. Um, no, no, this is That's, sun gazing. Yeah. Sorry, can I but get some context? These are two isolated theories. Your first theory is, is to discuss sun gazing. So your second theory no, no, no. is that there is a community of science. So it's obviously it's all under this shit. Old host versus It all falls under it's one theory. And before we get to the theory and the exercise of the theory, we have to give it context. What we, what we do have is a set paradigm mm-hmm. of science um, that doesn't accommodate new ideas. And so when you have these people videotaping themselves, and when, when you have scientists saying, it'll burn your eyeballs if you look at the sun, it'll burn your eyeballs if you're looking at the sun, and these people after people after video after video, they constantly confirm. They're going, I'm looking at the sun, and they're filming themselves for the entire 44 minutes. 
and they go, after a little while it adjusts, and then you're fine. And I've been doing it, and I feel like a wizard. I feel like a spiritual cloud. Maybe that's the radiation, you know? And maybe it is the radiation. <laughs> maybe that's the radiation. Maybe it's deteriorating their brains. But Ooh. the interesting thing nice. is that I bet you any money there will be no scientific credibility, uh, there will be no scientifically credible source that attempts to prove or disprove this phenomena without a certain level of confirmation or cognitive bias in the beginning. I'm not saying that sun gazing is a good idea. Um, it's probably not. I'm going to give it a go because I've got a big pair of balls. Um, but if you don't, then you don't have to, you know, have to stare at the sun. Well said, mate. Well said, great is true. Okay, sun gazing, now we My know. My position is basically this. It's that if sun gazing is real, such with the bottom, and if there is any concrete evidence to support it, it's the biggest thing to ever happen. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It's the biggest thing to ever happen. If it's worth trying, a secondary energy source for humans right. would be phenomenal if scientific. You, if you think it's worth trying, I think that it's also worth proving. And I think to not do that, and I think as well, I think you have to worry as well because a lot of a lot of the evidence or a lot of the people that support this are part of this other group. I mean, you say there's this group of scientists that they're scientists that, that, that they deny they have they just tread the line. More, it's more that they have a set a set cognitive sure. bias sure. and sure. that and that if it doesn't correlate with okay, yeah, set fields, um, even if it does and it's a little bit more abstract or obscure than they originally interpreted it, science changes constant flux and what we consider cornerstones of Left its seeds while I was sleeping. But I want to argue as well that the best, science, I'd say the the best scientists smart, are the most specialized, and the more specialized you become, the more you box yourself. I want to counter that though by saying that there would also right. be a group of people, right? I'm not saying that would be you, but maybe people like you that would be in this other this pseudoscience group where they 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 want to build up. They want to say that there's there's all this fake science out there. That, all this thing's fake, it's not there, it's, it's, it's not, it's not cool. And that they, they would want to paint this narrative that, that they, you know, their view of the world is right, and that what they know already, the status quo is fake. That is a great point, and what's really interesting about that is that that is a very millennial phenomena. Sun, very millennial phenomena. I like it. I won money on it. This anti-authoritarian Currently, there is an authoritarian scientific where once they've set the rules, they're gonna set the rules. Law. So there's not just one there's scientists out there, there's scientists all over the world. Oh, absolutely, it's all a big collaborative effort, of course. Boys, it's a community community. Really interesting. And boys talking. Oh, I'm just realizing this